Hello, and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. Um, this episode of the podcast comes to you with just a lot of um, deep emotional pondering on my part the last few days. Um, for those that have been listening for a while, you may know that I am a... Um, person seeking ordination within the Presbyterian Church USA, or PCUSA, which is a denomination here in the United States. And uh, there was recently, within the last few days, uh, a lot of controversy raised um, because of a section of scripture that was chosen for the exegesis exam. Um, you may or may not be familiar with different denominational requirements to become a minister. Um, in the Presbyterian Church USA, to go through the process of becoming an ordained person, you have to spend so much time as a member, so much time under the care of a presbytery, which is a regional denominational leadership group or body. And you have to go through a nationally um, set ordination exam, um, kind of a battery, if you will, or um, set of these exams. And one of them is what's called an exegesis exam. Um, exegesis is the process by which you look and ascribe meaning from scriptures. And in the Presbyterian Church USA, it is generally a, well, I should say, it is either a Hebrew Old Testament set of scripture given to you that you have to then translate and exegete and go through a process of ascribing meaning to for, um, through various different um, requirements, or it is a Greek New Testament section of scripture. And this has just been the one of the requirements to become a ordained person in the Presbyterian Church USA. Other denominations have other requirements. So if you are curious, you can always look into those. They are different from denomination to denomination. Um, for exa example, the uh, RCA, Reformed Church in America, they have more ordination exams than the PCUSA. They however, go through it a different way, as well as uh, the UMC or the uh, uh, the Lutheran Church, depending which Senate, and, 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 and so on and so forth. There's, there's lots of different denominations and, and sets of requirements that way. Um, but this episode comes to you because the section of scripture that was chosen for the Presbyterian Church USA exam this spring term um, was Judges 19, which if you're not familiar, is a, a, a very hard section of scripture to examine. Um, the Bible is not a book for everyone to just pick up and read. And I mean that in the way that it is full of 
lots of genres and lots of varying degrees of content. Um, uh, Judge 19 is uh, what is generally titled the, A Levite and His Concubine. And in it is some pretty, pretty horrendous stuff. It's the, the stuff of a Criminal Minds rated R episode, if we're going to be completely honest. In it is sexual assault and rape and essentially murder by rape and then the butchering of a human. And it is a very tough section of scripture to read if you are at all attached to just the reality of the implications of it. It is even tougher if you are someone who has experienced sexual assault or rape or have been close to anyone who has been murdered. And there is a lot of heaviness around that. So now I bring that all up, one, because I am within the PCUSA denomination, so this affects me more directly, but it rises to the top, the issue that the, the Bible is not meant for everyone to read immediately and without some self-examination or without understanding that there will be times you have to wrestle with a section of scripture. It's been many times in my life, for instance, that I have listened to children's ministry individuals um, want to talk about going through Genesis with um, children and just having to sit back and, and have the conversation with them that I don't know that all of Genesis is something that children are yet able to understand. Uh, Genesis is a very important book. All, all books within the Bible are important. Uh, Genesis being the first does hold a pretty high um, entry value, if you will. Uh, but within that book, there is a lot of varying issues. There is the creation of the world, uh, but then we have to have the conversation with children that time is not necessarily linear in God's time because God is God and we are human. And so we measure time finitely and God is not finite. So that's already abstract for children. Um, but then we get into uh, uh, Abraham and Lot. And you consider the fact that Lot's wife was turned to a pillar of salt because she looked back at the city that they were running from. How do you understand that as a child when that feels very harsh or very strange that that would happen? Uh, uh, I mean, farther on, if we go with Lot, right after that, Lot and his daughters have a very um, uncomfortable interaction, if you will. Uh, his daughters get Lot drunk, and then 
have sex with him to be able to continue the family line because in that time, if you did not have a son, your name died. And that was a horrible thing. How do you explain that to a child? I can't have that conversation with my five-year-old. That would be very inappropriate because they would not understand. Um, and I bring all of this up and, 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 and raise this all because it is an important thing to consider that the Bible is a varied collection of genres of texts and types of content for us to hear God's self-revelation and see the way that God has worked in the world in the past. But it is not appropriate for us to give to all people. Now, again, this was kind of paused because or spawned because of this Judges 19 choice for this exegesis exam. But I, I do think that we need to step back as Christians sometimes and ponder how it is that we decide to talk about the Bible with people. So there has been plenty of times that we just throw out sections of scripture to people who are not familiar with the Bible. Uh, or we, we throw out something not thinking of our experience versus someone else's experience. And sometimes that includes privilege. Um, for instance, in a section of sexual assault against women, it can be very easy for a man to think that there is nothing to consider here. Because as a man, there is not sexual assault as common as there is against women. I'm not saying that it does not happen. I, as a, a man who has lived an interesting life, I have been sexually assaulted. And so I can resonate with this chapter in some part, but I cannot, as a woman, understand the pain that may arise from reading Judges 19 nor as someone who has not been um, taken advantage of in the way that Lot's daughters took advantage of him in Genesis 19. Can I fully understand that section of scripture? And, and that is something as Christians that we need to be mindful of. We can't necessarily sit down and talk about all sections of scriptures without having to think about how this might impact someone else. And that is a great fault of Christians across time to think that whoever is the person examining a section of scripture, exegeting a section of scripture, that we completely understand how it will be received. Or that how we want it to be received is the ideal. And if it doesn't hit that, then clearly there's something wrong with the person who has heard it. And that is something that is something we ought to step back and examine in ourselves. I, I don't dis, um, 
I don't ever try to dissuade people from reading the whole of the Bible. I do think it is something important for all people to read and wrestle with and discern from. I, however, would recommend that we all step back and examine when we read something like Lot and his daughters or Judges 19 or many other Old Testament sections of scriptures or some of Paul's writings in the New Testament, there are many things that can be difficult for others to read. And if we are truly compassionate people, if we are living into Christ's example of love and compassion, we ought to step back and even with scripture, consider how it is that we are approaching a section of scripture. The Bible is not something meant to ever be flippantly thrown out there and just read and discussed to something that needs to be handled with some level of caution, with some level of tenderness, with discernment. Because there is a lot of things that can be extrapolated from scripture. Um, but when handled improperly, it can certainly be something that causes hurt. And in a time when Christianity is growing smaller, as people leave the church because of things like flippantness with the scriptures and lack of compassion and foresight in conversations around the scriptures and of the real issues of our time, it's something for us to step back and examine in ourselves, either as church leaders or just the average Christian. How am I talking about scripture? How am I looking at scripture? Am I considering that how I may see things as a man is not the same way that it will be received as a woman? or as a cisgender person may be received as someone of the queer community, or as uh, I, I could, could continue to go on, but I hope that you see the point. We, we need to consider bigger than ourselves, even with the Bible. The Bible is not ever universally understood as one thing. That is the beauty of God's word. It is a self-revelation of God to all of God's people. That, however, is not one thing. The one thing of the scriptures is that we are created in God's image and that we are all loved. But we can not all read hor hor horrible things and get the same thing from it. Nor can we all read creation and get the same thing of it. There's, you know, a riff between creationists, quote, creationists, those that believe the earth is 6,000 years old or younger and those that adhere to science, which is something believed by many to be a godly um, art, a godly thing in 
reality and that the earth is much older than 6,000 years. There's a whole wide array of things within the Bible that we have to understand that God speaks to multiple people in multiple ways, but that it needs to be done in compassionate, tender, careful, loving ways. There, there's more that could be said here, and I admittedly am struggling with the, this episode because it is something that needs to be handled with care, and I am a little bit emotionally raw in this particular category of things. But we will call it here for this episode, and I would curious to hear your position, your thoughts on this particular topic. Down in the show notes is all the contact for the podcast. You can reach out on the website, through social media, via email. All of that is down in the show notes. Please reach out. I would love to have a conversation with you. I would encourage you to consider, if you disagree with my position, to do so in a loving, caring manner. And as you go about your life on social media, in the real world, in conversations with friends and strangers alike, to just consider that perhaps your position is not the one true position and that your experience is not the one experience uh, uh, that, that is universal to all. As always, I hope that you are doing well. I know that God loves you more than anyone can ever express, and there is nothing that anyone can do about it. And we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.